0: Here in Macau, you were able to sneak in as American tourists. And what are your arrangements to stay in Macau? Are you staying in one of the casinos? Are you getting to one of the hotels? Are you doing anything else? Tell me. Might be important for later.
1: I was just going to say, is there a cheap hotel Right outside of one of the casinos, because I feel like that's probably pretty likely,
0: yeah, there's Hotel Peninsula, which is probably the cheapest you can get at a good location. And uh, you get a room at the peninsula. you get three rooms. How it is. What do y'all think? We're at a cheap motel.
2: Might as well get three rooms. How, how much do we have? like or maybe we should get one room so it looks like we have more money at the casino.
3: That's what I was kind of thinking. One room now, because also it helps sell. Be like, oh yeah, we're here to blow a lot of money. We're not thinking that through. Yeah, I'm game for that.
0: Okay, so where do you plan to start your investigation? So um, sh- I'm
2: trying to remember was there any like ident- the identification on the chips was like four different casinos? Uh, Was there anything in the room that kind of led to like what games? Scamorza, yes, yes. Is there any identification of what games he prefers to play? No. Okay, so uh, we have a description of the gentleman. Uh, Yeah, thing is, assassin disguises. Okay, so that seems like a suit tie. Is there like any Castro? Give any way that to contact the guy or the like leave a $20 chip in this location and we'll
0: meet at like, yes, the ambassador handed an appointment for you in case you needed the starting point of the investigation. I say we start there. Yeah, that's right. So do you want to start by
1: going to the guns meet? I think that was our first like sort of point of I, I think that was the first part of our plan. Was to do that. Does anyone remember if that was the case? I, I don't recall. I, I think it was.
3: But I think meeting with the gunsmith sounds smart. We'll go there, see if he hooks us up.
0: So, the the tracker with the car of Monocles it can't proceed in and you're pretty sure that it's coming in towards Macau. So, any precautions that you have to do? Because you figure that you have, like, at most one day before the Monocle is here. Should somebody be disguised at the docks?
2: He was on a boat, or did Monocle dump the the tracking device? Because I wouldn't be surprised there. I don't know. Hey, highwaymen, how about you check the tracking
1: device? Let's see how far we, how long we have until Monocle arrives. Yeah, we've been, it like some we we've elapsed some time. Is that tracking device stopped
0: anywhere or? No, it seems to be going towards Macau. You estimation around one day that you have at most before it arrives. Okay. Uh, Yeah, it looks like we've got probably about a day, and then
1: Monocle's going to be in the city, at least based on current trajectory. So we've got time to get some stuff ready.
2: I hate to ask this, but how much do we have enough money to maybe bribe some officials to slow down Monocle at customs?
0: No many secret agents that go through customs. A lot of the stuff they carry will
2: not pass. I guess you're right. But uh, why don't we get that?
3: (laughs) We're not British.
2: Yeah, we're not. We're not. We
3: don't we don't love the queen enough. Oh, and we're not imperialists either. Yeah, we don't get aircraft carriers to bring our stuff. We have to sneak it in. Hateful. Although on that thought, at the cost of making a little chaos, could always drum up a rumor down at the docks while we could kill two birds with one stone, go down to the couple of bars, play some games, see if anything interesting is going on, and mention that there's a big casino ship coming in. High roller on it. Everyone will be looking at Monocle.
1: Hmm. I don't think that's a bad idea necessarily, but uh, to what end? What are we trying to achieve by getting attention on him?
3: Slow him down. He uh, can't really do a lot of super spy stuff if everyone's looking at him.
1: That's true. Uh, Lou, would we know if Monocle is like a known figure in the world? Like, do people know who he is? Does he have James
0: Bond level clout? Yes. OK. Thing is, yeah, you can totally rent a limo and have it parked waiting for him. Hope that he gets there and then gets immediately driven to another casinos.
1: I would like to do that because that's fun energy for me. Yeah, I think wherever we wherever we are headed, I'll, I'll like, stop it. Uh, I'll find, like, a rental car service or something like that, or a car service in general, and and have a limo ready for Mr. Monocle when he gets there. What's his actual... Just, what, what's his Christian name again? Agent Lazenby. That's right. It's, it's George Lazenby, right? Mm-hmm. It's so fucking British. But, yeah, so let's just... We'll go ahead and get a little bit of attention on Monocle, uh, make it so people are paying closer attention to him than he might be comfortable with. Get him established at the casino, you know, make sure that he's very present there. And
0: uh, that'll give us a little more flexible room to work. Anything else before you go meet Lazar at the appointed time?
3: Other than our normal super spy stuff, making sure there's no bugs in the room, no bugs we picked up. I think we're solid. Yeah, agreed. Yeah.
0: So you make him meet at Lazar's place, which seems to be basically an atelier for imported clothing as the front and the tailor shop in the back. But uh, if you go underneath, you have um, have quite the collection of weapons on this gunsmith station. And uh, Lazar is a tall, thin old man uh, in his early 60s, unshaven face and uh, a worried look. I'm sorry, but uh, it's very unusual. None of you are my usual clientele. I. What do you need? I
1: do want to say, just for the record, that as soon as Johnny sees all of the guns, he does start salivating a little bit. That's not information that I think everybody in the in the room would have, but I just that's for the audience. Just I want everyone to know Johnny's. Despite his sort of obligations, he's just like these are some really cool guns.
0: So what is the gun that uh, Gianni sees that uh, tells you that this is the real deal? This is, this is a true gunsmith. He's probably one of the best in the world.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably there is a model of rifle that was designed for the Moon War that is built to compensate for things like like lower or complete lack of atmosphere and also has some like built-in devices to compensate for weird gravity stuff he sees one of those here but it's been like very heavily modified to be just as usable on this like it's just usable earth side oh that's fun yeah that's good brad it's a uh it's an l triple r which is a lunar reconnaissance uh, recoilless rifle even though it's been very heavily modified it does not look at all Like, it was a rush job or, like, anything was, like, sort of slapdash about it. It's all, like, it looks extremely clean. All of the modification lines and everything, like, there are parts that have been, I would even say, like, welded and stuff a little bit that look just, like, absolutely flawless. And I think that rifle in particular, he is probably looking at very closely, just, like, looking at, like, what the action would be like, and it's just, like, I think he's seriously considering... Buying it, <laughs> just just being like,
0: "Hey, I just want this." Ah, my friend, I see that you have a good eye, but uh,
3: that piece already has a buyer. John Doe will chime in and just, that's. I mean, John's been kind of disinterested in the rest of the pile of weapons, but that's an unusual weapon. Who's looking to buy something like that? I don't even. Where do you load it?
0: Ah, that's the trick, isn't it? And uh, you can see from your spy knowledge that a lot of the the things at first, you don't think that they are weapons. You realize that they are guns or parts of guns. These guys have this other components. A lot of very stealthy modifications. It's like, uh, I like to see my work appreciated, but if I'm going to have to take you as a client, I must remember, description is key. I just as I don't tell anyone, About what you acquire, I also do not do that for my other
1: clients. Of course, we understand. I was curious myself, but I don't mean to impose. That said, I understand that there's already a buyer. Do you mind? And he kind of gestures at the gun as if he's asking, you know, can I, you know, pick it up and
0: kind of mess with it a little? Please, please. Uh, Here. And uh, he points to a long padded like two meters thick wall on both sides as a kind of an underground range. And uh, here, uh, you feel free to test it. Uh, be careful. I am trying to calibrate the site still. It's gonna be six millimeters down than what you are actually aiming for. Uh, pay attention to to adjust until I finish fine-tuning it. Yo Kim's just stand, standing there dumbfounded.
2: They don't understand like how t- all these things can be guns.
1: Lou, I don't know if I would need to roll for this, but I want to see if Johnny can pull off some pretty impressive shots with this rifle.
0: I also said this can help with the investigation,
1: so do an overcome. I'm going to actually invoke Principal the Tactician here. Uh, how you flashback to how you prepare for this exact situation. We just see a series of shots of Johnny like using versions of this rifle and even like tooling, a lot of versions of this rifle. Not only that, his bespoke rifle that he built himself is based on this design. So he is intimately familiar with this as sort of an original, as as the canvas. That's an 11.
0: Yeah, so tell me what, uh, what impressive shots you do with the dummies and the targets. Johnny's just kind of, I mean, it's like, is kind of just running his
1: hands over just like the way everything works. And after Lazar, this is Lazar, right? The gunsmith. Yeah. I'm not getting that confused. Okay. Uh, Yeah. After Lazar tells him like, Oh, you just need to aim like six millimeters down. He just like turns sights. It's almost like completely instant. And just like pops three shots that hit like a perfect triangle, just like in, like in the bullseye of the target. And he says, yeah, it might need a little tweak, but, uh, That's a beautiful piece of hardware. I mean, the original is uh, the original is very well designed, but your adjustments here are just absolutely flawless. There's almost zero kick on that. And that's impressive when this
0: is, you know, uh, Earth said, Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I can see that you know your ways around again. No, yeah, I I will make sure that I can Get, move you around on schedule and get uh, whatever is your custom order ready as soon as possible. So
1: what is it that you're looking for? Quick out of character moment to the to the to the squad here. Are we asking about what scamorza has been like buying or what are, what are we? Are we asking about what Monocle's been up to? Uh, so I would I
2: would say we're looking for a friend of a friend and kind of lay hints that it is Skarmosa.
3: The other route could be mentioning uh, your mutual friend, name dropping Castro. See if and mention one of the interesting card game.
0: I mean, he knows that you got sent by Castro. This is why you even have this meeting. He would not have taken you without a recommendation, and yet you got it from Castro. Johnny says, "Our." Our mutual
1: friend has some concerns about the well-being of someone who has worked with him in the past and who I understand is a regular client of yours. Uh, Please don't misunderstand me. I absolutely have a great deal of interest in doing further business with you going forward. But for the moment, we're just trying to ensure this person's safety. We wondered if you had gotten any uh, visits recently from a, I would say, probably very prolific and well-known client. I don't wish to use any names necessarily, but this particular gentleman has a bit of a reputation and I hope you know who I'm referring to.
0: One of you can maybe approach one of the guests that you think that are for Scamorza as trying to kind of make the point that he is not telling you anything that you don't already know. You're just there for confirmation, so he's actually not disclosing the... The whole privacy thing. So, who wants to try to recognize to do the <laughs> the son of a carpenter' grail's piece, but with guns and the best assassin in the world? <laughs> this gun is the gun of a carpenter. Uh,
2: it's it's gotta be it's gotta be John Doe. It's like this gun is the gun of a carpenter. It's a nail gun. <laughs> <laughs> And I think the principle of the amnesia applies here because you're just yes. Oh wait, I recognize this gun for some reason. Oh, this was attached to Skarmosa. Yeah,
0: it was pointed in my I face f- once. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
3: I'll take a minor twist on that.
0: Minor twist. Mm. I I hate. I'll say that Lazar uh, that Lazar recognizes you from your previous life.
3: Lose, stop reading my mind. That sounds perfect.
0: So you start looking around, trying to see, and you see what seems to be like uh, a cigar box and uh, a cigar roller, and you recognize two components of a gun. And as you approach it, as how is saying that, you can see the face of terror on Lazar's face as he seems to recognize you as the terrifying secret agent
3: that you were that is hunting down Scamorza. In a desperate, weak attempt to put this guy at ease, John Doe just picks it up and acts like he can't figure out how to fit it together. But that just looks just we're just looking to play a game with some high rollers. My client is retired and yes, he is doing well.
0: He, he left that for me to adjust the, the, special ammunition, that he needs, he's not quite pleased with the last patch and suggested some changes. Well, somebody's trying to
2: convince him to unretire, and I and Joaquin puts a kind of this uh, finger around their eye, like a circle, index finger to thumb around the eye, to try and represent a monocle. Oh, yeah, he
0: was here yesterday. Who, Monocle or or the person we're looking for? Monocle, and he was also looking after our friend. He threatened me with uh, LRR, and uh, I told him that uh, our friend was going to be attending an opera today. For
1: clarity, is that accurate or is that something that he may have just needed to hear to keep him occupied for some time?
0: Well, it is accurate that he's attending the opera. The truth is, is that uh, it will be actually one of his intermediaries that is making the deal and he's supervising it. Uh, and actually, it's a trap for Monocle. I knew that uh, if I said so, it will probably go well for our friend. It seems like the safest encounter for him to turn the tables. Hmm. That's all they say. It's like,
3: hmm. John Doe will be the one to ask. So uh, what show are they going to go see? I don't know. I don't know what is on
0: the on the season, but uh, I think it was La Traviata.
3: I don't know if it's still on. Well, gentlemen, how's? And John Doe looks at Johnny and is try and again that big smile. Just you want another go at the theater? If y'all set this one on fire, I'm never
1: going to a theater with you ever again, even if it's for work. I won't do it. But yes, let's... Night at the Opera. A night at the Opera in Macau. I mean, can't pass that up. I hope I don't run into that theater
2: critic. They've been writing nasty articles about me. Editorials. It's weird.
3: Ooh, I, that would be pretty awkward. I did see that headline about you. Mm hmm. Very, very unflattering. Yeah. Untrue. I know, and he's a f-
2: theater... And they're a theater critic. Not the actual... You know, uh,
0: not an actual reporter, you know? So, do you go to intercept them at the Opera House?
1: I think we do, but we are trying to play it relatively cool. I know that Johnny is definitely wearing his evening finest. He's wearing his his tuxedo with the bolo tie and, the, and my formal Stetson hat, the black one with the snakeskin band.
3: John is wearing the fancy outfit, including
1: the sleeves. Ooh, sleeves. John, John Johnny tries to take bets with Bezerkir on how long the sleeves will last. End of the intermission. Oh, all right. Yeah, No. that's that makes that makes a lot of sense. You know what? I'm going to say this. I think we're going to get at least into act two. And then at some point during act two, the sleeves will be gone. Uh, yeah, Bezirkir is wearing probably
2: just a a similar outfit to what uh, they're going to dress a little bit like Carl Forsberg, but just not enough to see if they can't get in with a free pass or if Carl Forsberg has some tickets on hold.
0: <laughs> we'll call. That's what it's called. We'll call. All right. You go there and uh, you see Monocle hiding in one of the rows. We see Scamorza hiding on one of the opposite rows and in the middle seats it seems to be two people that they are observing by some kind of deal is happening in between so what do you do when you see it? what do you plan
3: do i just sit right next as close to monocle as i can get i'm gonna sit far away
2: so i can see both of them and just see what they do and react accordingly.
1: I think Johnny probably splurged on like if there was an available box seat or something where he can get a aerial view of both of them. I I, I think at this point he would have tried to find some way to smuggle in some firearms just in case. So he wants to have an aerial view so that he can do a good shoot if need be.
3: I think John Doe is going to get as close as he can if possible. Let's see right next to Michael. Up to and including, uh, moving, ha- like, stealing his date's seat. Yeah, and,
0: uh, the without turning to you, eyes locked on the two people making this. What's your play, Felix? What's yours? Well, I'm here to stop the Solex from being implemented. That's it. That's your whole game? That's my whole game. You know how the job is. Again, as you told me, you have two options. You either walk away or you commit to it.
3: Lazy B, what's your favorite game? Well, it's actually Blackjack. That fits who you are. I like poker. Seven card. Draw. You know why? Because it's not about what you have in your hand. It's what everyone else does. I am going to roll an Overcome to just keep Monocle so distracted on nonsense. <laughs> that he misses the actual important thing. Okay, go for it. Is this principle of amnesia?
0: Yeah, I guess, because you're trying to remember things that uh, actually mean something to them, even if they don't mean anything to you. Fair enough.
3: Yeah. All right. I'll use intuition and conviction, because honestly, it doesn't matter if John Doe remembers. Ten. Okay. So
0: you keep droning on. Convincing him that he's actually talking with Felix, and at some moment, he just goes shit, and you realize that the the man that one of the women was talking to is lies dead on his seat, and the woman is gone. Skamorta is gone, and the, the other guy that was right next to the dead body is also gone and Monocle gets up, jumps over the seats and rushes into the exit. But you do?
2: I I was keeping an eye on Monocle and uh, Skarmosa. Do I see where Skarmosa went?
0: Why don't you give me a, a, an overcome challenge? So, yeah, well, seven does not change it. OK, so, so, so yeah. Do you don't have any principle that applies? Can I suggest a minor
2: twist? I, s- I do see Skarmo a leave. But as I'm leaving, I run into Carl Forsberg. All night. And uh, and
1: the- <laughs> Carl Forsberg wants to know why you're in his fucking seat. Yeah. <laughs> we have a weird Spider-Man pointing scene where this j- this random person who looks exactly like Beswick here is <laughs> just...
0: Well, isn't that simple? Yeah, so you know where he went, but uh, there is the, the risk of now causing a scene. And, Iron Man, what do you do in the middle of this? I mean, I did say I was keeping sort of an aerial view. It, what I, Did I also see Scamorza leave? You saw a bunch of people leave where he was, and he might be on that group Then you see the man uh, that was next to the body leaving the theater and the blonde woman that was next to the corpse giving chase after him. So you you know where those two are.
1: Yeah, I would have started tailing them pretty much immediately. I would be trying to be not very obvious about it, but I would be on, on their trail.
0: All right. So we are on an encounter. So who wants to go first? I'm trying to
2: think. Uh... Do you want me to go first or do you want John Doe to go first or or Brad? Who wants to go first here
3: in the realm of of things that don't normally happen? I'm going to have John Doe make a boost because I have a feeling we're going to need one because we always need one. when there's more than a couple of antagonists. So I'm going to get started early. I'm going to hit the fire alarm or the equivalent and start an orderly. Oh, that never ends well in a crowded theater. I know it doesn't. But, it works for everyone. Five, that's a plus two. So, plus two, boost, orderly retreat. Who do you hand off to?
0: I'm going to give it to Monocle. Yeah, so Monocle is going to the streets. He's surveying around. He sees the blonde woman on the jumpsuit running in traffic. And he sees this tall man, even taller than Berserk here, giving chase after her wearing a top hat and uh, and has two cards a jack of clubs and a jack of spades that it into into the hat and monocle darts in underneath one of the cars and comes out with the two ppk's out and starts just blasting at this guy two attacks at three against him oh shit And the two of them hit the man right on both of his legs. And uh, he stumbles hurt as he tries to crawl towards the escaping woman. And he hands off to Jack Black. So, Jack Black, there's not much that he can do in this state, but to help So he tries to crawl in the opposite direction to where Scamorza is to try to give him a boost of nobody paying attention. So that's a plus one. And uh, Blackjack passes to Iron Man. I want to catch up to Scamorza
1: myself, but I don't want Monocle to. So I think I want to do something that would hinder Monocle. When we all give a punch in the schnoz. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to attack Monocle, spin and shoot. All right. I'm not doing a full blown attack. I'm doing like disabling stuff. So I'm trying to essentially do like hand to hand combat in such a way that it might like, you know, trip him up and make him hit the floor hard and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. So you'll get to jump on him, start
1: giving him the hand. I'm going to try to cash in the, did anybody already cash in the boost for orderly egress? And is everyone okay if I do it?
3: No, no, I'm insisting.
2: Oh, no,
1: never mind. Yes. Okay, so that's a seven to attack Monocle. Uh, Also, I'm defending with my minimum die, which is one. So Monocle
0: defends one of the damage, then pushes you towards uh, Berserkir, dealing one damage to Berserkir. Berserkir shudderk is off, probably. I'm going to pass to Skomorza. So Junda, where are you now?
3: John Doe, probably near a fire exit, helping the orderly egress. Mm-hmm. Definitely like eyes up, looking to see where everyone else is, mainly to put traffic in the way, as messed up as that sounds. Right. And uh,
0: as you... That's a three, so that's a minus one, and that's a boost for two. So, as you all are going to leave, one of the people that you are guiding just knocks you out into a dark place, just enough that you, that you lose the sight, but they took something from you. What is it? Room key. Okay. Uh, so you get uh, a hint of room key lost somehow, and uh, Scamorsa gets knows your number. He just took your stuff and rummaged through your stuff. So, next is going to be for uh, kid?
2: Cool. How far is this Betty Noon from us? Uh, She's probably the farthest. She's running away from the scene. So this is what's going to happen. So Carl Forsberg is out front arguing with the the will call person. And he's and they're saying, like, of course, I have tickets for this. And then as they're yelling at the will call person, they notice Joachim running out. And then Joachim notices them. And we just... Uh, Joachim says, You know what? If you want to meet with me, meet me at Cuisinier Frontiers in Santiago. Thank you. Then they jump out. They see a monocle shooting Jack uh, Jack Black. Jack Black was going for Betty Noon. So Berserk is assuming Be- this woman, we don't know her name, Betty Noon. It's in the description, but Berserkia doesn't know her, but she is probably working for Monocle. They're going to leap and try and put a hinder on her, trying to basically block her from getting out away from the scene. Yeah, go for it. Okay, I'm going to use leaping, imposing and my status die. And I'm rolling. I don't think anything really applies here, like, or maybe Destiny does. I'm not sure. It seems important.
0: Like, yeah, I think Destiny, because you're trusting that uh, this is a target that you should go for yeah. rather than knowing it. That hurts. That hurts. That's a three. Is that a major twist? But wait, you are doing a hinder. That's just a minus one hinder. So, yeah, so you hinder her and uh, you have to hand off to her because she's the last one. You is correct. So, yeah, the woman on the jumpsuit, she takes out what seems like a rocket gun from her purse and points it at uh, highwayman and tries to get him off from Monaco. Not highwayman. So that's a five
1: attack going towards highwayman. Okay. I was defending for one already. Yeah. So that I can stay doing what I'm doing. But now I'm in yellow, so everybody better fucking look out.
0: Yeah, uh, time to advance. And she gives the gift give to Monaco. All right, Monaco is going to just live and that die. So he gets behind as you just took a rocket to the face, Iron Man. He turns on you and wraps one arm around you as he starts running towards Jack Black shooting. And you take nine damage and uh, gonna defend which seeks against all attacks and all the attacks that go against him gonna go to Man. yeah I would like to resist the nine damage now. yeah I know that's a
1: minor twist but that's a that's a big old hit. Wow that was a bad roll. that is an awful roll uh, that is an awful awful roll. It was just about the worst that it could have been. so. He- yeah, so you
0: defend one, so you only take eight. Only. However, only take eight. However, you're also going to eat a twist. And the twist going to be, for the rest of the combat, you cannot use to spin and shoot. OK. That's going to be the twist. You cannot just spin, and, uh, spin and shoot for the rest of the combat. And now again, defense six and all the damage he goes to Ironman, and it's hand seen handoff to Monocle, to Karmosa. Which is gonna? Sh- the thing is, he has no qualm about shooting uh, with that effect in play. He's gonna shoot through that six damage. Oh, but actually, he's he has a way to get even a better boost. Oh, which we can use the boost. Okay, so. Morza is moving stealthily heathen heathen enemy action, full XCOM mode, going between the buildings, rushing in, and boost. So the 10, d10, the d6 ten, the with max and plus two. Any day now Alright, so that's a 4 plus 2, that's a 6. Um, so that's a permanent plus two either enemy action that uh, he gets. So Sin handoff from Camorza to Jack Black. So Jack Black tries to shoot at Betty Noon. So,
3: yeah, the attack, the shooting fails. Uh, So I'm left with two very coherent options here. One, I could attack Betty Noon that you can also protect. I could protect there's a third option, which is uh, try and overcome roll to just snatch stuff. I also I don't protect well. I I attack well. I'm gonna protect by attacking Betty Noon. I think I do with a ten. I don't think she's gonna
0: make that save, considering, you know, the unliving rolling
3: one. I think it's as they're 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 bullying Johnny. Jenny's having a rough time. That John, that John Doe jumps in, probably preferably with a. Might of I cut in and then punches her. Who should I pass to? You know what? I. She hasn't acted yet. I want her to go. Uh, okay,
0: so she's at the D8 now, And now you are tangling with her, so it only makes sense that she attacks you rather than only protect. So that's a three. So that's three damage towards uh, Jundo.
3: I will wear that damage proudly, but she's going to take three right back.
0: And she saves, So she's still at the
3: eight. Time to hand over to Hyoman. Well, she can't
2: get a nine, but she'd probably save anyways. You rolled d d10. Yeah,
1: seven. So Hyoman. I don't want to do anything to Monocle because he'll hurt me very bad. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna do a hinder on everybody who's not us. I'm gonna use area alteration. I get to use my max die, so it's still a three. Man to wall. Yeah. So how do you modify the area to make things hard? Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna uh, I'm just going to like use transmutation to send like an electrical charge through the air. Any moisture that's in the air, I'm gonna like superheat it and turn it into steam.
0: Moisture.
1: Yeah. Any moisture in the air in Macau. Okay, next, last one left. Question is, I think I want to take out
2: the lady. I'm gonna use power attack. (laughs) Which number do you use? I use the max. Yeah, seven. Uh, That is seven damage towards Betty Noon. So she did not save. She go back to the six. She has to attack you, right? Nope, that's a different ability. This is just my basic
0: attack. So new round. We are on yellow. Who you went off to? Skarmosa. Ooh, bad call. Uh, because Bonaco has not acted yet. His defense still has, and Skarmosa going to shoot Iron Man. Oh, shoot. I did not know. I
2: thought that ended at the end of the round. Oops. Sorry. No, it's next turn. Uh, so I'll miss you guys.
0: <laughs> Rip. However, we are in the yellow zone. Okay, how much am I hurt? Gonna have to roll this way. No, not your way. Me me then. So you get hit for. So it's ten damage towards Highwayman, the uh, toward towards Monocle, and you eat six of it. I take six. You take six. The Monocle gets to defend. So the good news is that you actually take less damage. You take only four damage. Cause they actually defend it quite well. Probably is they just the monocle took no damage. So So Scamorza passes it to you, I guess. Because at least he had to get your loose to defend himself. This monocle's defend thing is done. Yeah, it's done.
1: Okay. Yeah, Johnny's been kicked around a little bit at this point. I think he's starting to get genuinely kind of mad. So I'm going to use unerring strike, and I'm just going to pull out my revolver that I've had concealed and shoot it at Monocle's head. That always works. I'm using unerring strike, and I actually have to use my max and min die. Go for it. D12. Oh, wait to use two D12s. So that's a
0: nine to attack total. All right. Uh, you shot him. You hit him in the head and he falls down, limp. Good. I'd like to imagine that you
2: basically, Monocle's still holding you and you just pull out your gun and just, without even looking at them, just pop them in the jaw. That's how I see it. I don't know how you see
1: it, Sam, but... (laughs) I'm assuming this probably doesn't kill him. So I feel like if anything, it does go up the side. Like I pull out the revolver and it's just pointed upward and it goes up the side of his jaw, like, and just like uh, along the side of his face in such a way that like the impact is still bad, but it's not, it didn't go through his head. <laughs> um, and I'll pass off to, I'll pass off to Betty Noon, much as I loathe to do it.
0: She sees monocle fall down and she tries to She's it and uh, Wait, uh, no, she does not because she cannot succeed and she cannot take minor twists. So I guess she tries to attack I'm a man now that uh, You know, he just took down monocle. So She shoots another rocket at you for five damage and this time you can actually be defended I uh, wait. I have a
1: reaction for this. Uh, when you're attacked and dealt damage, you may ignore that damage completely. If you do, treat the da- the value of the damage as a hinder action against you instead. So, what would a hinder of five be?
0: A minus two. Then
1: I will have a minus two. But I am not taking the damage
0: from to Jack Black. So Jack Black is gonna attack Petinuk. He shoots a third and hits her. In the flank, so she's at D4 and he gives off to John do.
3: I'm going to uh just try to knock her out. Same opening blow swing. OK. What's the
0: seven get me? I mean, seven gives you that she's out. You cannot save him against that. And she's out. You take in the head out. So
2: where is What do you do? Yes. Question. Do I see Skarmosa? No. Is hiding. Okay. Can I try and overcome to, you know, convince Skarmoza that we are on his side? Yeah, otherwise you still have not have to fight him. Yeah. With a plus one from my hero points. Let me knock that off really quick. I don't think that plus one even matters.
0: Uh, yeah. Do you want to... No, actually, yes. It's that you only need a minor twist if you want. Give it to me. Give me that minor twist. Yeah, I gotta say that you have to put yourself in a vulnerable position and he his primate instincts shoot at you before you actually get the chance to speak. So you lose three health. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he shows you what you say to him. Absolutely
2: no selling this shot because three damage is like nothing. to secure. Skarmosa, uh, we were sent by a mutual friend in Cuba and Chile. Yes, we're from Chile and their hands are up and their axes
0: not nowhere to be seen. And Scormosa comes out. He is think very young. Uh, Christopher Lee, and he has this quite smart as it looks at you. <clears> huh. <throat> That's quite unexpected. Quick. She and uh, and uh, he points at uh, Betty Noon. She killed the person that was working on the plans for the reactor, for the Sol-X. See if she ha- still has it and grab her. And then he, he approaches Monarchal, bends over and takes off a wax max of his face and it seems to be other guy that you don't know.
2: Of oh, fucking course. So I assume Betty Noon is the actual Monocle or is Monocle not even here? Monocle is not even here. I thought it was weird that it was like, okay, Monocle's car is still a day away, but he could have yeah. just put the car on the boat and then uh... uh come here sooner. So I was like giving you the benefit of a doubt, but I was very suspicious about that.
3: So I should have known. So folks, I think as the wax mask comes off, John Doe does the most like not just (sighs) exasperated. Of course, Skramos, it's nice to meet. Uh, I was hoping you would
2: take care of the woman because you were closer. Oh, so are you like?
3: Yeah, look for the Solex plans on her.
0: Yeah, she has them. Well, my cow is pretty hot. So how about we we go into my secret lair? (laughs) Do you want to see my evil plans? How evil are they? Extremely evil. The evilest. Evil according to who? Uh, Well, evil according to the British. (laughs) So uh, not evil then. My plan is uh, to provide everyone with cheap solar energy. The evil plans possible.
1: Yep, sounds truly very sinister. We'd love to we'd love to see your evil lair. Please. Very well. Uh, Mr.
2: Tall Guy with cards,
0: do you need some help? Yeah, blackjack key moons. Uh, can barely move. And Ska a lot loves. Well. I guess I'll be driving then. Get in the back seat. I'll, uh, I'll tell you, I got, a, I got a vehicle of my own. Oh, uh, are you sure that you don't want to take it? And he approaches an AMC Matador Coupe. I mean, that is, that is a beautiful machine. But I can't
1: leave my baby behind here and Johnny pats the bike. And as he does, he hits the button and lets it kind of roll into its full sort of all black configuration where it just looks extremely over the top. Badass.
0: Hmm. Pretty nice. So anyone riding with me? Uh, I will. And I pick up
2: uh, Jack Black, do some minor first aid to stop the bleeding and head
1: towards the car.
3: I'll ride with Highwayman.
1: I was going to say, John, you can you can ride in the cool car if you want. I won't be offended. It's, you know.
3: Look, it's a car.
1: That's wow. true. I, I forgot.
0: You'll make it explode.
3: Yep. All right. Try to keep up.
0: And he gets into the matador and starts running towards the docks. And as it falls off, it turns into a car submarine. I kind of grin and I
1: say, ah, he's already gone, but I say that should be no problem. And I just... Drive straight off the dock and I hit the the underwater duration. And
0: as you are going under the ocean, where is it turns to you. I hope you have no problems with the Chinese. Well,
2: they're, they're very imperialistic as well. I mean, they're not that much better than uh, many of the other imperial powers, but not not. We haven't had any negative
0: dealings with them yet. Very well because we are about to get their waters and as it talks into the radio you can see the shadows of some jet planes going around as well as a few ships and you emerge on the white beach of a small island where there seems to be this high modern white mansion overshadowing it and towards the mountain there seems to be what looks like an observatory. Welcome to Villa Scamorza. Now, it seems we're going to have a guest for dinner. So how about we get ready for Agent Lizenby and his final meal? I'm not playing the butler again. I'll be the butler. See, Jack Black? Can rest? You'll not be the butler tonight. And Betty Nook? Well... Let's get her something designer to look the part. We all have to do our shorts. After all, she wanted to see the plans of the Solex. So did the Monaco. So how about we give them a guided visit? Sounds
3: good. I agree. Johnny.
1: Yeah, Johnny uh, sort of nods. He like I think y'all can probably tell that the when. Skamorza said, "Final meal." He immediately just becomes like internally a little bit preoccupied, but as he's mentioned in the conversation, he yep, it seems uh, only proper.
0: some gold Agones is an associate of Court Games and D20 Radio. Joaquin Jarve, a.k.a. Berzerkin, is played by Brent Torrison. They can be found at Copper Credit, almost everywhere. Check out their other podcasts, Splinters of Jade and L5R Thriller Actual Play. They are available for editing work. Message them for rates. Johnny Jennings, a.k.a. The Highwayman, is played by Sam Sedlaxer. They can be found at SGC a delay sec on Instagram and young space dead on Twitter they are largely imperceived John Doe is played by Bradley Hamler you can follow him at judge the barbarian on Twitter or as co-writer on Split Roll, where he screams his opinions at you. Ludu handles the rest you can confide them at the Lettel and more of her stuff as agonizing Crimson at Ichio or co-writing Split Roll. Sentinel Comics RPG is the property of Greater Than Games and designed in collaboration with Critical Hits. In some gold agonist is possible through the support of listeners like you. You can support us on Patreon or even better, you can review us on iTunes and you can spread the word because there is no better way to get into a podcast just because a friend told us about it.